Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So how different is it from the old Mario games? Well, take a look. There's really no comparison. They've even made the music, well, honestly, less annoying. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dassel, and with me, as always... Ben Vanell here. You know why they call us Filthy Casuals? Because we didn't Google how many podcasts already had that name before we decided to call ours that. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot, Tim. <laughs> Adam Knox is my name. Um, I'm on that show too. Yeah, I've had to... It's look occasionally it comes up you have to tell someone what you do for a living. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and then they go, "What's the podcast called?" Yeah. Mm. And then I go, "Filthy Casuals" because we're filthy and we casually uh, have a casual approach to yep. games. We've yep. done it yet again this week as well. Yeah. I've uh, as as the most filthy but the least casual here. Mm-hmm. I've played uh, some stuff. I've mm-hmm. seen some news. Yeah. And honestly, I feel like the show is going to be us talking about that. Yeah, I, um, I've i played a little <laughs> bit of sorry some... sorry to be so brutally honest. <laughs> I've played a little bit of some stuff and I showered on the way in here. So, Did you? Yeah. On the way in? <laughs> yeah, on the way in. I've got Mobile. one of those shower trams. Yeah, okay. I've got like, I, I travel around in... Um, a dog wash van. <laughs> yeah, like a converted version of the Pope Mobile, but I've right. just put like a shower head in the top of it. Right, a little uh, camp shower, a little yeah. fill it up with water. Psh. Yep. I don't one want those... anyone to be able to assassinate my rubber ducky that I carry on me at all times. <laughs> One of those Mr. Bean commutes where you're brushing your teeth, yeah. get, putting your clothes on. Yeah. Yeah, that guy yeah. was an irresponsible Driving driver. Driving the car with the broomstick. He should yeah. get his license taken away. I'm amazed that he was yeah. able to get it. Why yeah. is he so time poor? He doesn't do anything. Yeah, that's true. What's yeah. his job? Although, well, we found out in the Bean movie that he, he works... He works at the art gallery. Yeah, he's right. Oh, yeah, That's he how was he the security up. guard at the art gallery. The secu- yes. Was he the security guard? I think so. Guard? Or like the janitor? I don't know he's why doing I went something. to that. I think he's yeah. security. I think he falls asleep and someone steals something mm. or something Because like he's at like a big British gallery. Yeah. Oh, well, and they send him over to LA on some kind of transfer program. To get rid of Bean. how he yeah. ends up, yeah, fucking up Whistler's mother. They went to a bunch of galleries. Is that him who did that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> they have those people who are just sort of sitting in a chair in the corner. I think like they're that's not, him. They're not yeah. guards. They're just there to make sh- and like you can ask them questions and stuff. Yeah, sure. Like you know, what's that one a painting of? Yeah, what does this mean? <laughs> yeah, can what I take seen? photos? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would you rather fight a horse-sized duck or? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Where do you uh, get your ideas from? <laughs> Speaking of taking photos, if you're in Melbourne, please come to my special taping. Uh, next Thursday, November the 30th in Melbourne, 6.30pm mm. at Stupid Old Studios in Brunswick. Tickets at TommyDaslow.com. Be there. Remember. Photography not allowed. Though. Photography no, allowed for, no. well, uh, one person in the room. <laughs> they better. The director of the special. <laughs> yeah. Everyone yeah. else forbidden. Right. No no still images for Instagram stories? Uh, may, yeah, maybe a couple of them at the yeah, end. Yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah. I'll just film it like Beastie Boys style oh. and give everyone in the crowd a camera. Where can people go if they want to get tickets for that? TommyDasselow.com. To <laughs> 
TommyDaslow.com. Slash okay. Two Hell. <laughs> it's a special little section of my website. For the I've little monsters, the little demons. Scary little gifts of flames <laughs> licking up the bottom of the screen. Oh, I, I um, make and update your website, Tommy. Yep. Can I convert it to like a GeoCity style? Yeah, maybe. Some little skull gifts. Yeah, and let's do that after yeah. I've got the these dates wrapped up. No, nice. no, before. Yeah, before. Yeah. <laughs> Now's the time to start experimenting. Yeah, i got a free afternoon today. I so. feel like people are more likely to buy tickets if it's uh, pitched to them by a little dog running back and forth mm. endlessly <laughs> across <laughs> the bottom of the screen. Speaking of uh, scary little images, oh. if you were playing video games back in 1998, you might have had a scary little image or two pop up or you were playing the game Half-Life. Oh, yeah. Which uh, had its 25th anniversary the other day. Happy birthday. Uh, November 19th. Mm. Finally, its brain has matured into being an, an adult. Yeah, according to modern science, <laughs> which <laughs> I think science needs to catch up. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, the uh, I was twelve. Uh, uh, nine. Uh, Eleven. They did uh, like a little celebration, a twenty-fifth anniversary, bunch of stuff. They made the game free, and they yes. released like a pretty crazy update for it. <laughs> That's so funny. Twenty-five years on, being like, all right. I think we've finally squeezed every bit of money we can out of this. <laughs> Time they, to make it free. Valve has like put all of their games in that bundle on sale for like three dollars and shit plenty yeah, of times before right. too. Like a lot of people with Steam would already have it. But uh yeah, the update included like um some old like cut content. Mm-hmm from it and uh, they like redid the menus to be more like the original PC version because when it was like put on Steam they like Steamified it right. all okay. but this one has all like the old sound effects and shit it's Ugh. got the weird little grainy intro of the guy with the valve in his eye mm-hmm. uh, I went back and had a little look at it yeah I bet you did oh, man. I bet you spent an hour just on that old menu alone <laughs> I, I kept moving the little <laughs> cursor up and down here and they're like bleep, bleep, oh, all the sound effects yeah. and they also released like an hour uh, in that as well like the Half-Life up link demo which hasn't been available since then which is like a separate part that isn't in the game right. that was like a really cool like crazy demo at the time um it's is, is half did they do the commentary for the original half-life or was it because i know that they Valve did, it for did that two. as well right yeah yeah i don't know if they ever put it in for one but they did make a an hour-long documentary right uh, about like the making of half-life where they got a ton of the people who were involved in it and, and reminisced about making that thing mm. uh, and it's pretty good it's made by Danny O'Dwyer who does that no clip yeah, um, yeah. thing and yeah it was, it was interesting I learned some stuff about the game Gordon Freeman a scientist oh. for example uh, does he talk in the in the taco, <laughs> <laughs> they get a little talking head interview with him. With him just sitting there yeah. being like, burk, 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 burk. <laughs> like the people's mouths would move and still do when they push buttons in that game because right. they've got to like attach the sound to someone, and it's weird that they never changed that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it's it's a cool documentary if you like Half Life okay. or video game documentaries in general. Mm. I think it was a fun one to watch. Like one person did all of the audio for that game. The, the sound and those sound effects are like some of the most recognizable and most uh, well done mm. in video games, especially from around that time. And like he created all the like um, cool echo effects that would like dynamically uh, uh, play depending on the environment that you were mm-hmm. in and stuff like that. Um, That's so I love. Like I was telling you guys before, I'm reading a book about the uh, making of Doom and Quake, the guys yeah. who made that, and it is fascinating. Like the games of that era. It's like every department is just basically one dude. One guy designs the levels, another guy does the art, Another guy does the music. And most Another guy does the programming. This one it. woman yeah. did most of the textures and they've got like a bunch of the reference photos oh, cool. that oh. were used to make it. And like 
yeah, a lot of those textos, textures are just photos of fucking uh, shipping containers that were around. Right, hell yeah. It's it's uh, really cool, all that shit. And yeah, they were all just like 20-whatever-year-olds mm. who the, the top people like Gabe Newell and shit were working at Microsoft and went, actually, fuck this, mm. went and started a video game company. And yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's hard to understand now, I think, how like um transformative that game was for first person shooters at the time even to the point where it's roughly around the time when they stopped being called doom clones mm. because of the innovations that like that and unreal and stuff were making that made mm. people go oh this is broader than just it's it's telling a story environmental storytelling was something that what basically was invented uh, yeah i was totally. going to say like it, each department was one person who was inventing new ways of making games yeah, <laughs> yeah. and a lot of them are like how can we trick the hardware mm. into doing what we want it to do? Totally. Because we just it just can't do it render stuff that we want it to do. So we'll find a way to like have it be loading in the background or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you get a bunch of people who work unhealthy hours <laughs> on this thing. By choice. For a long time. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, it's it's cool. If you the, like Half-Life, have a, have a little wiggle of it again. I Obviously, there's been a little bit more like, you know, scuttlebutt about next and a sequel another one like that yeah uh, it, it happens whenever anything has an anniversary and it has a re-release but yeah like it's we funny had how Alex many things there sick. are yeah where people think like well obviously if you were going to do anything with this the anniversary mm-hmm. would be the perfect time to announce it mm-hmm. and it's, it's funny how many things get announced like the year after like right. the 25th anniversary or whatever because it doesn't quite line up but well, yeah especially with that one it's kind of funny watching everyone like it kind of goes through chronologically which um it, you know makes sense it's a yeah. good way to <laughs> do it it's one of the it. most famous um ways to structure anything yeah <laughs> it's a classic <laughs> when you listen to this podcast you're listening to it chronologically in the order that we recorded it yeah yeah actually wait that's not 100% true well let's do a flash forward <laughs> Uh, I hate it, but I can't stop playing it. And we're back in the room. Um, We've got to do this every week now. A little, <laughs> little flash forward sizzle. Coming up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, yeah, we invented the tease. There's, yeah. a, there's a point in the, in the thing where they're like, yeah, we've just been sort of making everything we could think of and everyone was working on whatever they wanted to, which is a, a famous thing about Valve, that mm. they have like this flat structure where there's not really a management structure so much as people just work on what they want to work on. Mm-hmm. And then there's a point where they're like and then we realized we had to put the game out so we did it normal <laughs> like people were telling each other what to do because right. we yeah. needed some direction and we needed to cut stuff and right and i wonder if i don't know how many of them even actually still work there i think a number of them do but like revisiting the idea that like oh yeah maybe if we do a more traditional uh workflow yeah i think that same thing happened with alex where at some point they started working on it more traditionally and they put a fucking game out right i would love to see them do another half-life game i know that there's been over the years to talk about them going like well we wanted to be something that was really new and different or mm-hmm. whatever and that's why they did the vr thing because it kind of was that but yeah fuck it man yeah. do a normal do a normal put out a vanilla fucking game i don't care yeah Give, give, give me more. You see what Britney happens. Britney Spears about it, dude. <laughs> Hit me, baby, one more time. You see what happens if you just continue with that, like, you know, what was it? Uh, who made Disco Elysium? Uh, Z-A-U-M? Where they, it's like they have a, they had an anarcho-communist structure mm. and they imploded after one game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all suing each other. Like, it's, yeah. It's good for probably, like, the beginnings of creativity. Right, like, exactly. That was, like, the big uh, headline of when Mario Wonder was about to come out. They started working on it and they didn't have any kind of yeah. vague release date or timeline. It was, like, 
just just start throwing stuff around and see what sticks and take as long as you want. But mm. at a certain time, you have to go. Okay, now it's coming out on November the sixth. Different so yeah. people cracking. have different structures and different preferences of working and all that sort of stuff. Different structures that they respond to and all of that. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, like ultimately, and the thing is about cutting at some point. You can't yeah. just keep making and yeah. making and making. You've got to stop making. Yes, and that's the hardest bit to do, especially for creative people. Like there was a thing, a former Nintendo employee, and this like got picked up as a news story, which is weird because the tone mm. of the tweets were just like, "This was my experience working here," and it was more about them than about Nintendo. But they said something along the lines of like that it's a fantastic place to work if you're a genius and hell if you're not. Yeah. Because I think just the, yeah, the level that they're all functioning on and the expectations are high. Yeah. Yeah. You're fucking banging your head on the door frame and shit. Like, oh. Uh, That's probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Not the top of the top. (laughs) That's also. (laughs) Mr. Bean sitting in the corner being like, I think his job is just to wait for questions. (laughs) We're not really sure. It's kind of true of any creative industry, really. Like, you know, yeah. it's it's to to see people who are doing the thing that you do at like this incredibly high level mm. and are so good at it. It's frustrating in relation to your own work because you're just like, God damn it! I wish mm. I was that good. And some some of that is management. Sometimes, like there are bad man, there are more bad managers in my experience than good. And it's a certain type of skill that lots of people get to. Uh, perform that skill who don't have that skill yeah. right. and don't come under the same scrutiny in my opinion as people who are doing other jobs do does that mm-hmm. make sense yeah. you can get away with it as a bad manager but if you've got a really good one mm. Brian Epstein he was great at managing <laughs> yes. th- uh, that island no the Beatles <laughs> uh, and like but that that, that type of person in the mix yeah, elevates if they're good at it that's the problem though is because I mean uh, band managers aside in a corporate structure if you're really good you get promoted to executive and so you're that's li- why managers are often people who aren't good enough you're to living in a dream world <laughs> can you imagine if that story was flipped though if they were like it's actually a great place to work if you're mediocre and ter- <laughs> which there right. are places like that that have these like mm. you hear that this is where these like kind of disputes that you read about down the line in, mm. in these like creative companies come from where there's someone who is like such an idiosyncratic thinker who has these like great ideas and they just don't get given the platform to, right. you know, like Nintendo seem like they're very good at being like, this is the guy, mm-hmm. like this is the guy who's like tapped into how to like innovate and make something very creative and fun. So like, yeah, let's just let him cook. Right. Yeah. Hard to say, obviously, because we've never been inside it. Um, but I have. What? Yeah. In the main bit. Yeah, you snuck in. I wonder if they. I wonder <laughs> He's if they're going to explain. I wonder <laughs> if they got a request from the Make a Wish Foundation. Oh. Hey, I just want a tour of the offices in there at Kyoto. Hell yeah! Famously secretive company. Whether they'd be like, we don't care that this kid's dying. <laughs> get fucked. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess I he don't doesn't get that. the Nintendo Gold Seal. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just always thinking about famously my wish from the Make a Wish Foundation was to get a laptop that was uh. obsolete. Within about thirty minutes of receiving it, and yeah. so it's just always on my mind when I think about the undoable. And like, I wonder if, <laughs> I wonder if with a time machine, if that could have been my wish, if that would have been able to be made to come true. <laughs> Fuck. Did they give you any pushback on that? Did they go like, "You sure? <laughs> do you want something else?" <laughs> they were well. They were fine about it because okay. all they're having yeah. to do is go down to you know, <laughs> Harvey Norman. Yeah. yeah. Time, yeah. Um, Who gives a fuck? My, my parents were like, <laughs> "Yeah, we could go on a holiday." Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I don't have a laptop to take with me, then what's the point? Mum, Dad, you don't realise the transportive nature of a laptop. Exactly. <laughs> I can go anywhere. I'm uh, Speaking of going to Japan and Nintendo, I reckon I'm going to go have a little poke around Super Nintendo Land yeah. in uh, a couple oh, of nice. months. I reckon I am too. Oh, 
bitch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cherry blossom season. I'll be there. Uh, I think we have some listeners in Japan uh, from memory. Yeah, yeah, we have two. No, wait. We have three that I know of. Uh, excellent. All right. Did they have a kid, the two? We uh, get no. very granular statistics yeah. on that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, uh, that'll be really fun. Um, and I'll, I, I, we've, I intended to go there in March Nin- of 2020. N- intended to go there. That's not bad. It's not good. That kind of joke has universal appeal. It's one of those oh. ones. It's not bad, oh. not good, right in the middle, just like an employee who'd hate it at Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, cool. That'll yeah. be exciting. I'll report back. Film it. Yeah. If I'm allowed, film yourself, film yourself all day. Okay. That place looks crazy from the footage I've seen of like how yeah. much it looks like people are walking into a cartoon. Oh, it's yeah. they've really hit it out of the park. Roger it's, Rabbit shit. Yeah, they hit it awesome. into the park. Well, I guess <laughs> didn't they have to extend? I think they had to extend out the park, right? Or did they just delete? Did oh, they delete a certain they world rotate. that was in there? Yeah, they yeah. might have overtaken bit. Yeah, I don't it would know. be mad if if J.K. Rowling keeps on this trajectory. Maybe mm. they can just. Bulldoze all of the Harry Potter bit that's next door and really, <laughs> I, I just really imagine just stretch the, out the Nintendo bit. I mean, the thirty-five-year-old white woman, women like chaining themselves <laughs> to the front of Potterland, <laughs> whatever it's called. Uh, um, but yeah, that'll be fun. That maybe they'll replace it with a Knights of the Old Republic. I know that doesn't make any sense. Land, but yeah. Knights the, the the remake of Knights of the Old Republic is pretty officially. Uh, Underwater, yeah. Mm-hmm. No work is being done on it at this time. It's all business, yeah. Bullshit language for like, yeah, yeah. That a was never working. B was clearly never going to come out. Right. I feel like at the time, I don't know if I'm on record as saying that I didn't think it would ever come out, but that was the thought I had. I think so. Yeah, I, be- yeah, I, I hope there's so no before. record of me saying exactly the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> People get. I'm excited to play that by the end of 2023. Yeah, no <laughs> one's going to find that and clip it out if you did say that. So don't worry about it. Uh, yeah. Imagine doing that to yourself. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's gone. Uh, yeah, it's done. It's a shame. Like it's a fantastic game that look. It did have HD re-releases and stuff, which also had issues. Or like yes. the one of of Knights of the Old Republic two and the Switch. There was all that stuff earlier in the year about them. They'd yeah. always promised to patch in the fixes and never did. Yeah, that's crazy. It really was like almost a non-functioning game yeah. without that extra content that. Was like modded in by by just uh you know players yeah. back in the day, but it's done. I guess I guess we at least have you know the Jedi Survivor franchise to to cling on to. Oh, and like and Outcast, is that what it's called? <laughs> Outlaws, Outcast. It's, there's that one that <laughs> oh, Jedi um, Outcast was a thing that uh, David Cage and shit are making. Yeah. apparently still oh, too. Yeah. So there's yeah Eclipse. there's. There's plenty of Star Wars action adventure stuff. You can find Star Wars stuff if you're that's your jam. You're not at the hurting moment. if you're a Star Wars fan. Oh, at the but moment. Adam, I want a Star Wars property that actually is just a remake of an old one. <laughs> it, look, if you're looking for remakes of the old one, mm. video games are not the realm that you're going to be able to enjoy <laughs> yourself in Shit. until the 19th of January next year when The Last of Us Part Two remastered. Which yeah. I would argue doesn't even fall under the banner of remake of an old one. No yeah. way. A remake of is still. Quite new and current Re- one. Re-release, Re-release of a current game. Yeah. yeah. This is a weird one because like I, I think they're doing it the right way where if you own the old one, you get it for 10 bucks yeah. and it's got yeah. new content and stuff. And, uh, yeah, That's it's it, basically right? yeah. you're paying $10 for a... Um, a, a like a survival like a, mode, yeah, survival yeah, mode, that's and right. some cut a texture levels. pack, yeah, and yeah, and I, I think like other 
uh, making of-ish sort of stuff. Yeah, it's some as director's well. commentary of like some yeah unfinished levels and things right. like that. Some kind of interesting sounding things, and then like sort of yeah a little bit cleaned up to for you know the PS5's more powerful. But that that bit aspect of it is is insane to me. Just being like, hey, there's a bunch of extra stuff we're gonna chuck in for ten bucks. That's great. Yeah, frame it that way. I don't need. It's just odd that they're yeah remastering well, a game from a couple of years the ago. It's the same as those Uncharted ones they did as well. They remember mm, they put yeah. out the like the four and the what was it called Lost Legacy mm-hmm. ones for the the same way and it it's it the it there's a million different uh, parts of the spectrum of where people have done remakes and remasters and stuff and they're all over the place with with how well they're done how much they're worth so yeah. like the concept is not uh, a, a a singular thing yeah and this one's somewhere in the middle where it's like okay cool. yeah oh you it's know. like it's not egregious but yeah it's it's just like it seems kind yeah. of unnecessary but also because it yeah i think i said this at the time when they were doing the part one remake mm-hmm. remaster remake remake remake, remake yeah. that yeah, it guess. felt like they were just <laughs> doing that to kind of bring that a bit more in line with how two looked totally. and then i think i was joking at the time like oh well now if they remake two then they're just going to be constantly like leapfrogging and now we have to remake one again so yeah. that it looks like the remake of two and like with one they yeah. wanted to put out the pc version as well which then was kind of fucked mm-hmm. and then they haven't mentioned a pc version of this yet but you'd think at some point they They'll release one that's not very it. good, but but yeah. someone else do it maybe. But like, <laughs> right? Uh, it, it, they it, the, using the word remaster is even maybe just like mm. something that seems to have gotten people's hackles up. Mm. Yeah, the hackles up is absolutely. That what gets, yeah, gets up. Yeah, that's the again. Hairs I mean, on the I don't really care about this stuff, even when it is. is that what your hackles are? Yeah. Oh, I, I think it's hackles. what a dog has. Oh, okay. It's like they're specific hairs that are like they put up when they're angry or scared. Right. Yeah. When I get scared of a remaster, <laughs> I got that dog in me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I generally am like, like you said, it's so all over the place with yeah. what these things cost. And There's what no they, rules. What they do to them, like you want it, you, you've got the money to engage with it. And you think yes. it's worthwhile or you don't. It, you like, either want it yeah. or you don't, 100%. Yeah. This, I mean, doesn't, yeah. this is not like a fear of missing out thing. No one's getting like manipulated into spending extra money. This is like, hey, if you want this stuff, it's 10 bucks. And you if you never got around to it at, at, mm. in the first place, that's probably a big part of why this exists too. Sure. Like, it's a game that, of the year edition. Yeah, totally. Honestly, yeah, like, People have bought a five since the, you know, in the last little while, since the show coming out. Yeah, And yeah. they've finished the... Remake of one at the start of the year. If you think about it in terms of the timing of that, it's like, yeah. oh, a year later you get to play yeah. the second one remastered if you never got around to it. Sure. I think the fact that there are so many different points on that spectrum with like that Red Dead one where people are like, nah, fuck this. Like I mm. do, I agree that that was too far in the direction of like you're charging too much for not enough work being done to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then of course there are people who are just happy about like the availability right. aspect of it. So yeah, it's all over the place. Mm. I think with Naughty Dog, Naughty Dog's been good about it with all of their ones, I, I think. The part one remake thing being like the full price thing was like a little uh pushing it because again when we talk about the spectrum it's sometimes even within the same company there's no consistency and this is like a great example of that where that's true yeah yeah because the the ten dollar upgrade thing to me is that that makes sense yeah that that it also doesn't like like how can everyone get paid for working on it by just like if you know, like it seems like they're it's a loss leader or something. Like it's so cheap. Yeah, maybe. But there I mean, it is still going to come out as a full priced 
yes. yeah, version, right? Yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah, they're just true. banking on the people that are buying it. You know, the show's been popular. That's yeah, gotten more people yeah. into it. They're banking on, yeah, enough people will be buying it for the first time through that version. That true. Mm. And I think, like, I'll give them the first Last of Us Part 1 remaster if it means that they get to make... With a huge budget, a new game. Yeah, they make the best games in the that's world. That's kind of the only thing about this too that that sort of yeah tends to stick in the core a bit is when you just like we're all just fanging on. What's the next? Yeah, what's the next thing? All the show's good, all this stuff's good, but it's, yeah. we've just been living in the same world for a bit where it's like, give us a little glimpse of what's coming next. I yeah. think they're starting to approach the point of oversaturation too yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like, mm. it's, I've heard the words The Last of Us an awful lot. Yeah. Oh, there's a game that we'll be talking about today that is almost just about testing my patience, <laughs> which is bizarre for a game that I, a game series that I love so much. Mm. But, yeah. Um, and I think, like they've said, they're working on Last of Us. Three, right? That's that's in I the I don't pipeline. think they've like officially said it, but they've made it pretty clear yeah, with like yeah, interviews yeah. around when they were doing the show about yeah. like the next chapter yeah, of the right. Last of Us. Oh game yeah, didn't Mazin like so kind of drop a, a few little tidbits? I that think he there was, some, and we talked recently, obviously, about like the multiplayer thing being mm. uh, very much put on the back burner. Yeah, I think there was that great period when the show was out where Mazin would drop stuff that he probably shouldn't have about the development of the third game, mm. and then uh, Druckmann would drop stuff that he probably shouldn't have about the layout and the schedule of the second se- like yeah, just them both yeah. interacting with each other's worlds and being like yeah. brother you're not that's not out there yet you're yeah. not meant to be talking about the existence of the third game they're yeah. both the same idea yeah <laughs> like, yeah you also, you guys, I assume sit in an office together yeah. right yeah we both know that we all know that there's st- there's content coming out all the time to consume yes this isn't a bombshell <laughs> This week's episode of Filthy Casuals is brought to you by the fine folks over there at Manscaped. They're back. We're back. Both of our backs are hairy. What are we going to do? We're going to make the beast with two backs and shave each other. (laughs) Okay. That's how that works. Probably don't use their products like during intercourse. (laughs) Mid-coitus. Yeah. Yeah. Use them before though and maybe it's more likely to be on the cards. Yeah. uh, Yeah, Manscaped, if you haven't ever paid attention, um, (laughs) (laughs) then what they do, they make personal grooming products. That's right. They make... um, well, I'd, I'd go so far as to call it the Lawnmower 5.0. <laughs> it's one of the ingredients included in their famous performance package. You get the Lawnmower 5.0. Yeah. Yep. They're, they're, it's a regular suburban neighborhood with how many lawnmowers are going off over mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. They're always doing just the point .0s. They're never doing like a point five or anything. They're not, not doing yet. like a, a little patch. Five, yeah, 5 Pro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of those just cool point .0s. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a good thing they've sent us out uh, like one of that to, to use and I can tell you that it's a really well-made piece of uh, personal grooming equipment. They've done like, it again. Yeah. If you're looking for, for it, uh, Black Friday's coming up too, yeah. which is the big sale time of year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hey, call me crazy, but it's okay. tomorrow. <laughs> you fucking lunatic. <laughs> uh, is it really? Yeah, damn. Yeah. Well, if you're looking for stuff, uh, if you use the code FILTHY, don't mm. tell anyone this no. or tell everyone. <laughs> you, I'd rather they told everyone. <laughs> yeah. If you use the code filthy, you get yourself 20% off and free shipping. Yeah. It's the time to, to keep trim and clean. 
Uh, they make a ton of good products to, to, to do that. The performance package thing is like a gift set yes. that comes with a bunch of different things in it. Have a look at it there. Mm. Go to Manscaped. It's gift the, giving season. Gift time's coming up. Yep. Santa's and not going to do it all himself. No. Uh, you know what I like to do as well? What? If someone doesn't get me what I wanted, which, look, I don't get a lot of presents. I'm a grown man. <laughs> uh, what I like to do is give myself a little Christmas present or yeah. holiday present, mm-hmm. uh, as it were. And fuck me if the performance package 5.0 isn't a great gift to give yourself. Yeah. Something good to give a grown man too. Uh, mm. you go to Manscaped, use the code FILTHY, you'll get 20% off and free shipping. And hey, you're online. Mm. Yeah. It's important to use something that is a good online tool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's wow. the official byline. Did you go to salesman school? <laughs> oh, I went. <laughs> Sell me this internet. <laughs> NordVPN will gladly do so. They yes. uh, make a, a really high quality VPN that's easy to use. Mm-hmm. They've got a bunch of. Uh, they've got their app on a bunch of different devices. You can use it pretty smoothly across uh, a ton of different places. Yeah, I. Uh, if you're one of uh, one of the many people who are like me, and you're bank- well, there's a few, but I <laughs> <laughs> uh, apparently it's ten percent of the population. No. <laughs> Uh, if your bank is only online, my, I use a bank that does not have like branches. All of my banking has to be online, so I have to be secure. Yeah, I'm not going to be like um, a, a certain member of this podcast and have all their identity <laughs> shit stolen. <laughs> Once every six months, and then uh, one once total. Okay, 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 okay. The 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 primary function too is to to allow yourself to be in different locations around the world, which can be really useful for like booking hotels, for renting mm-hmm. cars. Mm-hmm. If you travel, and even if you don't, like there's a ton of different things that are available weirdly with the internet in different places, and mm. it's crazy. And NordVPN thinks so too, so they've made a way around it. Yeah, uh, go to nordvpn.com/slash/filthy, mm-hmm. and you get yourself a hot hot deal. Yeah. For this hot, hot season. A sexy, right. sexy deal. I yeah. believe it's four free months if you sign up for two years, which yeah. is... Uh, the a, that's a whole season of the year plus a month. It's eight, <coughs> nine seasons total. Whoa. Damn, dude. That's like until Scrubs got bad level of <laughs> yeah. seasons. Yeah, shit. Uh, head to nordvpn.com slash filthy. Use our deal. Get yourself a deal. Yeah. Hang out. Go it's, on. You don't just get those four free months. Like the price for this... Uh, VPN service like the monthly price is ridiculously low it's mm. f- as far as I'm concerned the best peanuts. value for money it's peanuts you it guys went to peanuts. salesman school <laughs> back in the 1920s didn't you uh, yeah now North- buy this snake oil <laughs> well you can avoid such things by trusting us and yeah. going to nordvpn.com slash filthy hey bells and whistles being added to mm-hmm. last of us part two mm-hmm Bells and whistles, not so much added, unless you consider visual styles to be bells and whistles. I'd, I'd consider it a bell. I could. Uh, <laughs> the, bell and the, the bell and the whistle, the bell's rusted to shit. Yeah. It looks awful. The whistle, when you blow into it, it's like you can barely hear it. Mm. Okay. So it's like the whistle's cleaned out, so it's like sure. crisp and like Popped sounds new, new and it. like <laughs> yeah. the bell's all polished up so you can actually see that beautiful gold finish Sure, mm. but they're exactly identical. <laughs> yeah, to, it's uh, the same bell and whistle. Without to, We're talking about uh, Super Mario RPG, mm. the re-release of that, which they've dropped the subtitle, which was like Legend of the Seven Stars, I think, on the SNES version. Yeah, which right. seems like it would make more sense to call it that than to just call it in 2023 
Super Mario RPG. It looks pretty funny just having those big letters because, like, the Super Mario is half the size of the RPG on the logo. Yeah, it's, right. it's a funny name. I really, I love the design of that logo. It's cool. We've been playing that, me and Tommy. Mm. Yep. Uh, it is. If you don't know it, it's Super it's Mario. It's made RPG. by the geniuses at Nintendo. It's well, Wrong. no, okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's made by the mediocre people who couldn't get into Nintendo. The geniuses of the Filthy Casuals podcast are here to inform you <laughs> that, uh, yeah, it was Square Enix back in the day on the SNES, right? Or I guess SquareSoft at the time, and uh, it's I, I don't know the company who's done the remake. Thing. Uh, I think their name is Art Plaza. Right. I can't remember what. They've Sounds like a guy who like <laughs> lives in New York yeah. and maybe paints portraits on the sidewalk. One sidework. of my old professors at uni. Yeah. yeah he was yeah. pretty easy going. <laughs> uh, they have done, I think they've helped out with some of the like cutscene cinematic stuff in the Dragon Quest games. I right. think they're a bit more like guns for hire more so than their own. Uh, yes. I could, be, I could be wrong with that. but It's that not a blue a point or someone whose whole job is to remake games. But they've done like, so that yeah, it was a SNES RPG laid into the SNES. It was like 96 or something that it came out. And this is exactly that game. It's very similar to the Link's Awakening remake mm-hmm. that was like exactly the bones yeah. of it's the, the Game Boy game. But yeah. it's been given a visual uh, overhaul that it looks nice and is like, Pretty, pretty charming and stuff. It looks sort of weird because it's aping the animations from the SNES version, which were like, you just have to wiggle the sprite around. Mm-hmm. And there's, so it's like these 3D models kind of jumping up and down. And There's like, a bit of that where, yeah, yeah. They'll, they've kind of done some stuff where they've done, where they've made these little cutscenes that they've added in that right. weren't in the original, obviously. And they look great. Mm. They look really, really good. Um, but then, yeah, there'll just be stuff where like someone hops on the spot and spins around and... It's right. also got no, and I, I, I kind of do, I kind of do like the restraint in this. It's mm. got no, um, you know, it's got no voice stuff in it. Like None. Mario's mm. not doing any like wahoos or anything like that because he oh. wasn't because he wasn't doing that at yeah. that point. Like, take me back. I kind of like this weird little muted version of Mario where mm. he he does he never like has like interaction with people in the games. It's the most minimal little bits of right. jibber-jabber that he has. But mm. just having him be completely silent, I kind of like. I saw some review. For some reason, I was like looking at an old magazine or something on the internet, uh, like a review of Super Mario 64 when it came out. And one mm. of the things in that review, they were like, he sounds like fucking Mickey Mouse now, which is really weird. But yeah. hey, good game. It's mm. really, it's it's hard to remember, yeah, how... Odd it was to hear him speak, and I, I think I just wasn't really conscious. I don't know what developmental science says about a seven-year-old. I oh, know yeah. your brain isn't formed until you're 25, they reckon. Yeah, but I think I I'm was not to even... see the results of fucking that. <laughs> but I think I was the exact right age to hear a character that sounds like Mickey Mouse and not bat an eyelid at it. I think right. I was the same. I think I was like right in with the wahoos. Oh, it's, and he's a cartoon. He sounds like that. Anyway, Makes he sounds sense. like nothing in this, and yeah, mm. it's exactly the SNES game. Uh, but with these uh, nicer graphics that, yeah, I think like they they keep the style of the pretty um, weird looking yeah, SNES I, game. I haven't played this yet, which is kind of a shame because I think I might get the most benefit out of it. I never played mm. it. I love I'll how... I'll get Adam a fit out of it. Tommy? Say that again. <laughs> Ben's gonna get. Did I just fall asleep for an hour? What yeah. happened? Ben's gonna get the most benefit out. Oh, of Oh, the it. most. Ad- I'll get the. Mo- I've been getting a lot of Tommy fit out of it. <laughs> Excellent. What does that mean? Um, so that's why what would I'm you get right now. <laughs> Tommy fit? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I, I I am drawn to how it looks. I was also drawn to how it looked in the trailer where they showed the original. I was like, yeah. I was into it. Uh, 
love a squaresoft RPG. I, so I'm really enjoying it. It is the yes, it is the the bones of the original. It's got some very mild quality of life stuff. So mm-hmm. the it's a the 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 turn based combat where you're doing sort of uh, timed button presses to make right. your attacks land properly, and it gives you a bit more cue for them than it did in the original. So it'll bring up a little thing. It'll bring up a little mark above your character's head when you're meant point. to. You've hit just the seen Solid Snake and that right, up yeah. Your head. And once you're doing it properly, regularly enough, it'll stop bringing that up. Oh. But then if you slip and you start fucking up the timing again, it'll bring it back up. So it's got That's this smart, kind of like yeah. nice intuitive thing where it sort of is like, if you're not getting it, it'll sort of start to guide you. But then if mm. you are getting it, it's just like cool. Yep, you get it. You don't. You, yeah. you don't need to be hearing from silly old men. Because <laughs> when you like change, equip a different weapon for each character, they all have different timings, and uh, right. each of the different like spells and whatever have different timings. Each different attack from an enemy has a different point, obviously, where you need to press the button to defend. Right. And I, I'm I'm really enjoying it too. Yeah, like, it I, is. It's very similar, I think, to a game we'll talk about in a bit, mm. where it is a very simplistic version of this style of game mm-hmm. that is one like ca- like is is tight in its execution it is fun to play but it is it doesn't really have any wrinkles about it it's a mm. i mean obviously because of when it came out is a pretty straight down the line uh jrpg that is really carried a lot by its presentation and how much you like these characters and the the soundtrack has all been like re-recorded and redone the I think the music in it's fantastic. I think I love how it sounds. And I really like the weird look of like the the original one mm. yeah. and the way it's carried over into this. Like I think it's it's cool to have that thing that used to be more the case where each different Mario thing ha- didn't really know what the fuck Mario was, so right. all looked a bit and have weird uh, yeah. little creatures and guys that weren't in any of the others. I think that's the best that's the thing I'm enjoying about it the most as like a revisiting of this piece of kind of history where mm. all they've got at this point is yeah, the Super Nintendo Mario's to draw from. Like mm-hmm. the 64 one isn't even out yet. So And all of those have been so different from one another. Where like yeah. one and two and three and then World and Yoshi's Island. Yeah. All pretty different styles and looks and feelings. And the and Game whatever. Boy ones and all yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And bits of tone and characters and settings and stuff, but no real story. So right. Square basically get given like Miyamoto goes to Square and is like, hey, I, I, I think it'd be cool to put Mario in an RPG. <laughs> Would you guys be up for doing this? So they, it seems like they get given pretty free reign to to do what they wanted with this. So like the characters in your party, like, yeah, if this got made now, it would be, you know, oh, it's, it's uh, Mario and Luigi and Yoshi, but Square, like half of the, basically half of the characters that you get to choose from in your party are characters that Square invented for this right. <laughs> that have then never come back in any form. Yeah, because Square are like on top of the world at this point because the last games they put out are like Final Fantasy VI and yeah. uh, Chrono Trigger and like this. So they're really firing and you're right. And this is, yeah, like you said, a simplified pair back, paired back version. But then with this timing stuff of the combat, which like I've seen in more recent, like I think Live, Live Alive had... Oh, Again, well, it's been introduced yeah, into other they, turn-based games. Yeah, it's and then all the with stuff around the time, though, because right. even like the active time battle, like every sort of game they were putting out had slightly different systems. They were yeah, all sort of, yeah. And this one, if you've played the Paper Mario games or like the Mario and Luigi ones, they're informed by this. Right. Which this afterwards. is a funny one where like yeah, they make they make this and it's just here's Mario in an RPG, mm. and then the idea of a Mario RPG splits off into sort of two mm. directions of Paper Mario. And the Mario and Luigi 
handheld kind of very comic booky kind of games. And then Paper Mario splits off into like, ah, oh, let's make it fucking completely. Let's weird change and the system now. every yeah. time. But they've never gone back to the well of just straight up. Here's Mario in an RPG. Right. I guess until Mario Rabbids kind of, but like, mm. yeah, it is. It is neat. Origami King was pretty. RPG-ish, I thought too. Oh, I mean, more just in terms of the the style and the design of it. Like that right. still is like the literally Paper just Mario doing world. a turn-based yeah. RPG. Yeah, like he's yeah. in the Mushroom Kingdom and he's going around and right. And it, yeah, I love the little gaps that Square have had to fill in with their own stuff. Like mm. I think it, I think it was because Square and Nintendo fell out not long after this, and I believe that. Square owned the rights to the characters that they yeah, created for this, which is yeah. why they've like people were calling for Gino to be in uh, Smash Brothers for yeah, like, that's yeah. Right. forever, and like they they fit in. It's interesting to imagine a world where Nintendo had just been allowed to keep them mm. and just have them in it. Like Mallow's this little cloud man who thinks mm. he's a frog, and he goes to visit his grandpa, and he's he's surrounded by his grandpa and all his siblings, and they're all frogs, and they're like we've. We've got a shocking revelation for you, Mallow. You're not really a frog. Wow, it's like the, <laughs> the episode of Rocco's Modern Life where Heifer's... Finds like, he's adopted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. And so many inspirations yeah, ripples yeah. throughout time. <laughs> yeah, Joe Murray just playing this game being yeah. like, this gives me an idea. Yeah. The whole thing's Something that I think is happening at right now. Yeah. <laughs> the whole thing's um, presented from an isometric, mm. which is what I... What Cute European says about measurement. Oh, <laughs> nice. uh, an isometric viewpoint that uh, mm-hmm. it feels good to control with the stick because you can actually point in the di- like. It was always right. weird on the. I only played a bit yeah. of the original on like emulated. <laughs> uh, you're pushing up and you're going diagonal. Right. right yeah. Also, I don't believe that this game ever came out in Australia. I think may not have. I think because right. it was so late in the life of the uh, Super Nintendo. But yeah, it would make. Uh, yeah, I am really enjoying it. I think it it moves at a quicker pace than I was expecting for something of this It feels era. really old. Yeah. I, I, and I think that's the case with a lot of those RPGs, if you go visit them from back then, that right. like, they are kind of weirdly snappy. Yeah. Because uh, RPGs, especially these days, have a lot of time to like sink into the world and mm-hmm. lots of places to and explore and And a lot of cutscenes yeah. and they just don't really have the option of doing that. This is zipping along and so it'll be like... Walking around a town, talking to people, uh, getting into battles that are like you and two others from your party set up on one side. Very traditional Mm -hmm. stuff with like a limited amount of things to do and it's all pretty simplified. And then in between that, as you go through, really often they'll just chuck a little mini game at you. It's cool. So, yeah, there's not, you're not solving puzzles in dungeons, but yeah, when you're walking around between towns and and uh, battles they'll be like you're doing a little minecart race mm. or you're kind of falling down a waterfall yeah and running pick up, up a coins. hill yeah, yeah and they're, yeah. they're neat they're nothing too they're nothing too involved but again they're such they're sort of such a different thing than what you're used to getting in a in a in an RPG mm. of this style in this era it's cute and it's like really charming and the the, the way that it moves along is like very Moorish, mm-hmm. like you're not spending too long on anything, and all the battles are really easy, and like you're kind right. of zipping through it. But yeah. it's like engaging still, especially because the timing thing really does just keep you paying attention, right? And it's funny and cute, and also the fact that it is, yes, yeah, Square have just added in a lot of their own stuff, so it's not just you know, Bowser joins your party pretty early on, like you're not going to rescue Princess Peach from him, yeah, right? You're, you know going and all of a sudden stumbling across this other bad guy who's got his own castle and like yeah. all the little bits and pieces of riding around that are like pretty fun and silly and cartoony and so there is this real thing of like 
oh, I wonder what the next weird... Because even though this is, yeah, 96, it is all this stuff that we've never seen brought back into any of the other Mario stuff. So it is all pretty fresh, even though it's... Yeah, yeah and I like the game, mm. and I think just similar to the thing we were talking about before, where it sits on that remaster spectrum of how much you think this is worth it, I think it's towards the lower end of that, where right. like I, I like what the, how they've redone it, but it's the exact same skeleton yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. as So like if they'd have chucked this game on the SNES part of the online thing, for the same price, you get two years of the online pass or <laughs> right. whatever. Yeah. Two or three years. Yeah. And uh, it's the same game. And I don't know how much more you're getting out of this redo. Same with the the Link's Awakening one, the Metro Prime remaster, like the, the Game Boy Mario and Donkey Kong one they're doing yeah, soon. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. Thousand Year Door one they're doing. They're really... Well, it's it, it, like you said, like we said before with this, it's it it is... A lot of it is down to individual context, right? So, yeah. like, I love the Link's Awakening one. Never ha- had it, never played it, bought it for the Switch, uh, loved it. Like, one of my favorite games of that year. Didn't think twice about how much it cost in comparison to, like, other new games I played that year because sure. it was a new game for me. Um, I think and with yeah. that, yeah, and that's the same case where I, I love the coat of paint that they've put on this. I think the new fully, like... Orchest- not orchestrated, but full band version Re- of those chiptune yeah. songs sounds fantastic. I love how it looks, and I'm I probably if I was to you know try and engage with it on the original hardware or the original version of it, I might bounce off it a little quicker than like mm. I played through all of that Link's Awakening uh, remake because I just loved how it looked and felt and right. You know, anytime I sit down to do like, oh, I'll play this old Game Boy game, I probably give it a couple of hours and then get bored. Or just the fact that it is like something yeah. new has come yeah. out tricks a part of my brain into being like, I'm playing a new thing. And yeah. I've literally done that where I played, I thought like half of it in the past, mm. but it was like the first hour or something. Yeah. Like I hadn't played as much as I thought at all. Right. Yeah. This one is, I'm just carrying through more quickly than I did. And, and I, I think, think if you've never played it, it is like, right. I think it's 12, 15 hours. So it's, yeah, you know, it's thing, a yeah. it's a decent sized single player game that it looks saves, and sounds good. and saves a lot more regularly too, small yeah. thing, but it had like save points in the original. And I, yeah, I think compared to like a, like playing the original version in some way yeah. <laughs> that you can access it um, versus or like, or playing it on the online service. Most or recently from Nintendo, it was like on the Wii and the Wii U shop, right. I think, for like yeah. five bucks or whatever yeah, the SNES yeah, games yeah. were. Or, or versus, yeah, buying a, a version with a coat of paint that you own, uh, it's just going to appeal differently to different people's like use cases, right? Yeah. Totally. I, I think it yeah. would be cool. I mean, the hope is that this is something that they test the waters with relatively low stakes to just give it a coat of paint yeah. and put it out and then... It would be cool if I mean it. I, I doubt it would be Square. It'd probably be them internally. But test the waters with this, and then yeah. maybe do a follow up in this style would be would be cool. Because I also think that like it would be it would be nice if they had like maybe modernized bits of it and fleshed it out mm. a little bit more. But I also can understand that this has got like such a cult classic following that. Mm maybe they felt like their hands were tied and if they right. tinker with it too much, there's going to be people that are a bit up in arms if they potentially get parts of it wrong. Well, mm. and the charming stuff about it, like all the cute writing and it's like kind of funny and all that stuff is is still there. That yeah, still yeah. like holds even, up for the most yeah, part. Yeah, even down to one one thing that I don't like about it that I, that I do wish they had done something with is like, it's a little weird that when 
blocks of text come up, there is nothing. Not that I want them to be voice acted, but even just like the sound oh. of, you know, a lot of games have the sound of just <laughs> like <laughs> text <laughs> scrolling yeah. across the screen. It's just so weird to see these blocks of text come up and they're just in complete silence. In it feels like there's something turned off. In right. the cutscenes that are like nicely animated and look, you know, not quite, it, but like in the same sort of 3D mm. look of like the movie or whatever but with this squat little Mario, but and not to that level. I love you know him. I, mean. See, I love mm. that they didn't use the like default go-to current version of the model. Yeah. They, they got Chibi him. Mario. Yeah, he looks all <laughs> fucked up and little. It's sick. But nice. in those cutscenes that were just played out with sprites on the SNES version and now they're all animated and whatever, you're getting just these big wads of text of the yeah. speech happening in there down the bottom oh. of the screen and it looks weird. Right. It's a shame, yeah. It could have been a bit fun to have some of it be voiced or at the very least a bit of like a Banjo-Kazooie. Mm. Get Banjo in there. Just oh, have it he's or free. everyone he be banjo. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think it'd make a it'd make a great I think there's enough in it even if you are familiar enough with the genre. Mm. But also if you're someone who's not familiar with the genre, I think it's a I think it's a good starting point for yeah. a JRPG oh, yeah, right. if you've not yeah. played one before. And I do think if you have access to like one of the old like Wii Shop versions of this or whatever, like this isn't so transformative that it, that you're missing out by playing one of those old ones. Yeah, right, if you're, right. yeah. If, if you'd, if you'd yeah. rather save, what is it like, sixty Australian or something? Uh, seventy, maybe yeah. it might be sixty nine. I think it's not quite up at their full, yeah. like what they charge for Tears of the Kingdom, but right. it's yeah, it's a it's, it's ten a, bucks off. It's a full game. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. But yeah, I think the uh, yeah, I, I I am I'm finding myself really drawn through it by mm. the presentation and yeah. how it all looks which I'm, is uh i'm liking it the nice. half mcdonald's <sighs> yeah they're loving it you see yeah it's like mm. half of love i feel like it's closer up there i, I was like gonna say like 80 further away well really? like covers yes. a wider gamut i yeah. think anything from like sort of 40 to 80 percent i like it i guess not 40. i guess it depends <laughs> what we're talking about if we're talking about food as yeah. a mcdonald's liking something versus loving it I don't feel like there's a huge gap of that in terms of a meal. But I've enjoyed hey, in yeah. romantic relationships. Someone <laughs> saying, "Yeah, I like you." I just th- was. I was thinking more in anything. <laughs> like covers a huge swath. It's a True. big scale. Yeah. I've enjoyed lately if someone cooks something nice and I'm eating it. If someone's you know been mm. if I've been to dinner and they've cooked something nice, complimenting them like I've never heard of any chefs, but going like, "Oh, get a load of Ronald McDonald over here." Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a bit of fun. Yeah. yeah, and then they're like, "What?" And then I have to explain why I said it. <laughs> like, you could have just said you like. Yeah, so I've never eaten dinner somewhere twice. They don't invite me back for some reason. Mm. But yeah, it's all right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Bit uh, of fun. Just quickly before we go into the other one too, I just... the Remember the, the sizzle from before? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hate it, but I can't stop playing Modern Warfare 3. Um, oh, boy. Because the multiplayer is actually really fun in right. this one. And there's huge problems with it, like as a product mm. and as a concept and as what it represents and shit. But like they've tuned it well, and like it feels good to play. And those maps from back in the day are pretty fun. Mm. Uh, there's a couple of like small things that I forgot to sort of mention last time. There's weird bugs with it where like uh, you'll win, but just all the letters won't come up. So it'll say like V Tori oh. and stuff like that, <laughs> or just weird <laughs> bugs like that that are like, That's, how is this in here? Yeah, That's a yeah. new one. Yeah, yeah. Some it doesn't happen all the time, appear. but it happens pretty regularly. Fuck. It's so strange the way that that game, uh, like, 
it used to take forever to get up to like level 55 as the top and then you press stage which you can't do yet but like at some point you can mm-hmm. uh that's really quick now that that progress because they want you to progress the battle pass which is the, the uh, monetized thing right which has some of the worst looking design <laughs> that i've it's like going to like a new metal fan website in 2001 Ooh. just like the oh. shitty gifts they give you as as prizes for or that thing tommydicelow.com <laughs> in about <laughs> 40 <Two> weeks <laughs> it's well apparently that shit's popular now like right. it's yeah, crazy okay. how that's weirdly weird. like the 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 ultimate thing that you win out of this battle pass is you get to play as spawn like it's, oh, it's yeah. that. Oh, Todd McFarlane's spawn. It's yeah. really weird. I mean, but that's what what we're experiencing, though, right? Zuma throw like Zuma culture is a is a throwback. Uh, uh, what's the word? I don't think this like, is Zuma culture, like, though. Sort of goth. Yeah, like, uh, retreading the emo stuff from two yeah. thousands mm. and like the low jeans and all of the, the yes. baggy clothes. Yes. It really sucks to be the age now where it's like <laughs> I get what our parents meant when they're like, yeah. hey, we didn't wear bell bottoms all the time. Right. So shut up. Right. You loved disco. I don't think it's that because Call of Duty has been that for quite some time. Yeah. Sure, yeah. I it's think its own weird little like no style. <laughs> but I've been really enjoying looking at all those skulls go rawr at me yeah, and shit. It's very funny. Fuck. And then the other like small thing I just wanted to mention that I forgot to mention last week, but I was talking about this on Discord with someone that like the way that unlocks work is you get some for leveling up, you get some for other stuff, and then you get some for doing like your daily challenges yes. every day. Mm-hmm. There's like a refresh to yep. get two kills with this, do this with this. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the thing that it will unlock if you complete those challenges is a part of one of those challenges. So you just get stuck for that day. Yeah, so like right. almost immediately I got into the thing where it was like, hey, get two kills with Semtex to unlock Semtex. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you. That doesn't make any sense. That's so dumb. Yeah. I, I um, That has reminded me, um, I've uh, continued to play Marvel Snap and it, <laughs> it, it changes its own economy. Right. Every like three months, yeah. Sometimes more regularly. Is that the the, the seasons? Is that how long they are? Uh, each, no, each season's four weeks, but they uh, will like patch a season, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. one month. They'll patch the game, and they like. And I think this is common with sort of like the online versions of Magic and stuff. They will rebalance the cards. Yeah. So they will. You'll like buy a card for a, a, a using a, a currency that will take you months to acquire and then you'll like have it for a bit like me holding a, a, an air gun mm-hmm. it's buff and nerf that's it's the two things mm-hmm. that's right that's it and it can be very frustrating for someone who uh, doesn't obsessively read all of these balance right. updates and shit where yeah. you like literally you'll play a game and then you'll be like that card that I have that I always play to do this it doesn't work like that anymore. Well, that's why they changed it because you were fucking people up too much. Yeah, yeah, but then also, so yeah, the thing that you reminded me of is that they have like um, they introduced a second game mode. You, initially, it was just like you play uh, against random people you match make mm-hmm. against, and um, if you win a game, you get whatever cubes that you had wagered on that game, mm-hmm. and you go up ranks using those cubes and you go down ranks if you lose them and the goal is to get to uh, rank 100 and after that point you can't go down any further you, right essentially it's you're hitting you like, just won that season yeah, like, yeah 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 and you can fuck around from that point on they introduced a, a different mode called conquest where it's like um you will play sort of like uh, uh the same person several times oh, okay and you'll have you'll have you'll like have to it's like oh, best sure. of eight cubes basically right um, and at the end of that, you'll like 
move through to the second round and the third round and then you get a, a ticket for the second batch of games and you're going from silver to gold to infinite. And now they've introduced in the north <laughs> silver gold. It's our fiftieth wedding anniversary. He's it's our infinite wedding anniversary. He's infinity. I've bought you a black hole. <laughs> um, you get uh, you can get from the so from the normal mode. Uh, you'll occasionally unlock these little caches. I don't know if you guys remember that from when you did play it, but sometimes it'll be credits. Sometimes it'll be a new card. You're yeah. Oh, yeah, moving yeah, yeah. through this ladder. Sometimes, and like the only way. Mainly, you will get like new cards when you're a new person. Is go through up that ladder and unlock a little cache, but sometimes now those caches will actually just have like a ticket for that other mode, which is just useless if you never play that mode. Yeah, right. right. So they've kind of, and I think it is again, it's to slow people's progress down. Mm. It's to slow the acquisition of cards. Keep them engaged. Keep them engaged. Make them maybe spend some real money every now and then on some gold to buy those. You know, like it's. And I think the people who were super into this game from the start uh, and and would like defend some of the more controversial and shitty practices throughout the past year have started to kind of turn on on this economy of it as well. That's always how these things seem to work. It's the same with Modern Warfare where Mm. it's like, okay, people are in it. Should we push it as far as we can? Oh, we're a little over. Hey, next year we're going back to what you all love. Right, right, right. And like just seeing... Uh, you know, uh, a bundle in the app that costs one hundred and fifty dollars, oh. and it's like same with the the COD points in right, this, right, like. and it's it's preying on people who are addicted to the game, mm. and they're addicted because it's like you know they use casino, <laughs> you know, sure, uh, uh, one arm bandit practices to fucking hook well, them in, and same as with Call of Duty though, like it has some of the best feeling, chuck your card out there, and right. some of the best like deck building stuff, and this. One of it has like the sliding around feels fucking great. The movement and the time to kill and everything is feels really good. Mm. So um, yeah, it's hard to to yeah. T- it's it's a weird spot to be in. Yeah, mm. yeah. It feels odd. Well, I've been playing before we get onto the other big new release. I've been playing something that is free from being tainted by any of these practices. Oh yeah. Okay. I've been playing an old Game Boy game called Mole Mania. You ever play Mole oh. Mania? Dude, they patched Mole Mania. They nerfed the moles. <laughs> yeah. It's fucked. You only get one mole a month now? Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> that's not maniac at all. You want to get 50 moles to unlock mania, yeah. which is actually 400 real life dollars <laughs> yeah. if you were to do it that way. It takes too long. The fuck is Mole Mania? It's, uh, it's listed on... It's described on Wikipedia as being... Perhaps the most obscure game that's been made by Shigeru Miyamoto. Oh, so, Miyamoto. Yeah. Mm. What? <laughs> Did you really not hear it? <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a yeah. It's a little Game Boy game, top down. You're a little mole. Great. Evil little farmer comes along and kidnaps all your family. So you got to go on a little adventure oh. to get them back. Oh, he's done a shit job of demoling that farm too. If he leaves the most vengeful mole. Yeah. Part. Yeah. And the, sort get of the most powerful. It's like Fantastic Mr. Mole, sort of. Yeah, right? I guess so. Yeah. yeah, no wonder he's manic. So mm. he's you're you're top down. You're kind of walking around these little screens. You're trying to find. You're trying to get through the exit of that screen to go on. So like each overall level is you know a bunch of just squ- like square screens kind of interconnected. Are mm-hmm. you digging through dirt? So you're you're moving around and then you can you'll hit like a point where there's like a brick wall or whatever that you can't get through. So then you're burrowing underground mm. and underground you've got like a little separate path that you oh. can follow and you can kind of switch your view to see where you're at in relation to the surface. And so then you might be digging around underground and underground there might be a bunch of rocks that you can't get past. So you're having to sort of navigate these levels by 
going, you know, traversing the top and the and the bottom. Right. And trying to make, maintain, like, remember, like, oh, if I go over here and I pop back down there. Yeah. Yeah. And then dig holes and push enemies into holes. There's these little cabbages that you're having to, like, push into holes that get you extra health and stuff. A cabbage loves the ground. Though. Yeah. They'd have to be happy down there. Yeah. Um, it's cool. It's, it's, a, it's, it's such a neat little formula that mm. really works as a little puzzle action sort of game it's it's i mean yeah given that it's a um a miyamoto game right and given how much this company loves to re-release their old product (laughs) it is strange that it never got a hd upscaling because it's it still feels you know it still feels fun to play like mole mania ds would make sense from your description too of having the the top and the bottom screens yeah and one of the famous aspects of the ds (laughs) yeah even if they just did a yeah a, a um you know, yeah, what they did with the Link's Awakening or whatever and just really redid right. the graphics, even just the narrative of like, hey, this is a Miyamoto game that most people don't know about mm. you'd think would be enough to garner interest from people. But, um, yeah, it's worth uh, it's, it's worth tracking down if you've got the means to play uh, Game Boy games in any way. It's really fun. Mole Mania. Mole Mania. Mole oh, yeah. Mania Mania is sweeping the nation. <laughs> They're calling it Mole Mania. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that sounds like the kind of little news broadcast cutscene that might appear in... The Persona franchise. They love a little bit of like, and the Phantom Thieves have struck once again. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Shibuya is yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <In> <laughs> I don't Japan. remember it well enough. <laughs> One of the busiest crosswalks in the world. Yeah. They love yeah. to start a game with a news broadcast and then cut to we're in a politician's office for some reason. Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The diet. I and keep hearing about the diet yeah. in this game. Yes. Which for anyone who doesn't know, it's just like, it's their parliament. Yeah. It's their parliament. They but it's called the diet for it's some reason. They eat all the documents after they've read them. Hell yeah. It's weird to translate it all into English but still call it the diet. You mm. know what I mean? Like you're not using the you're not using the local term for, you know, a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, they're not. Persona 5 Tactica. Persona 5 Tactica came out uh Friday? last week. Yeah, Friday. Same day. It's on Game Pass. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I made the choice to play the free game. Uh, or the the game that I was already subscribed to, and um, yeah, it takes place for those who've played Persona Five. It takes place like during the story, like yeah. interesting, like After in a semester break, right? Yeah, three quarters of the way through. Or oh, because like there that. was yeah. a time skip, I guess, in that yeah. game at some point. I think, yeah. yeah. And th- th- so, is this the version with the other character from Royal as well? Is no. this that story? Because I think. Five Strikers didn't have that character in it either. It, it, strikers didn't, and I don't believe if that if it if they're in it, I've, I've not in, uh, encountered them yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm like four hours in so far. Okay, I yeah. think maybe maybe they are. I'm not sure because what everything I I've, don't know when they show up in Royal either. I never yeah. played Royal. So I what I've what I understand about this is that it's got uh, spoilers for main Persona Five. Yes, if you haven't played that, which wasn't really the case of Strikers. Right. Um. And also, I guess, similar to Strikers, like you, I mean, you mechanically you could play it mm-hmm. having not played Persona 5, but it it really, yeah, it's three quarters of the way through the story and it, yeah. it assumes that you, 100%. like Strikers is at least like they're catching up after that story had ended. This is like, thro- it, this this feels like an episode of a TV show. Yeah, weirdly, yeah. In how it, in how you're, you know, being presented it to, it's like, hey, here's, here's Here's the gang all again, and yes. now we're doing this. Yeah, totally. Um, it, it doesn't... Yeah, so if anyone who doesn't know, look, the, the title of it might give it away. It's a tactical game. It's a strategy. It's a turn-based strategy game. Uh, isometric um, presentation. You can swivel the camera around, though, 
Uh, it's very Mario plus Rabbids. Um, and I, I did initially see it compared to XCOM as like a shorthand, but it's... It's more Mario plus Rabbids. Yeah. It's free with movement range. Right. With it's no... Yeah, more I mean, cartoony. I'm a little... I think I'm... I've done the tutorial but in the first like main mission bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe there's no over... I haven't encountered any kind of overworld stuff. No, I was going to say. So it's all... There's no, there's, there's no overworld, let alone like the sort of, you know, companion building stuff, the social links. Right. Nothing of that. Because even Strikers had a simplified version of that. This is literally like 2D chibi uh, animated cutscenes and then tactical battles. Strikers right. felt like a... Strikers really did feel like a sequel in that it, yeah. it followed on and it was, it yeah, was surprisingly it was all the yeah. other like trimmings, but just the combat style was different. Yeah. This really this feels like a spin because the art style is different as yeah. well. They had like areas and like specific camera angles from cutscenes in Persona 5 that were recreated in Strikers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And that you would see further cutscenes from. And yeah, this is it, it I think I didn't play it, but it's more like the Q games or whatever, which they right. were more like dungeon explorer things yeah. that would have just sort of dialogue between the main bits to like have a flavor to it, but yeah. it was kind of more about that gameplay on its own. Yeah. Yep. So this is just level, 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 level. Well, <laughs> and then you go to a little hideout in between and you're doing, you can do your shop and you Yeah. Okay. And it's like a lot of visual novel stuff in between. Yeah. Well. It's, it's more like visual novel, visual novel, visual novel, visual novel, level, visual novel. Right. Yeah. Like I, like I love this world. I love the characters. It's filled with like charm and it's so like it, despite it being visually a different, style it retains a lot of that um sort of character and charm of that game that was why it was so appealing the music is still really good cool but it is just i'm finding it quite tedious i do think that that is the case with like these games in general at the beginning though i'm feeling Mm. like i'm 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 feeling a bit the same like i just want to play a persona tactical game like yeah i i you know i i like how they write these stories i like how they write these characters so i don't it's not like i hate this stuff it's more just like yeah well, i'm i'm in this world i get it like i don't yeah. need all this flavor like i get it for setting up yeah persona 5 because you're being introduced to this whole world the concepts don't all that need stuff as yeah. much introduction to this but also i think that's just I've, i'm hoping that that's just how they structure yeah. their games and it t- and that it takes a couple of hours for them to really just go like bang here it is here's the level maybe and I do like I'm thinking of yeah the the other games that are similar to it um it, I I'm sure they were all a lot more snappy in terms of getting to the battles mm. um and I think that the reason that I'm finding the 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 story stuff in this tedious is it's so like a a you know a pastiche of a pastiche like a photocopy it's like ah yes you're in a new version of what we called the the palaces uh, yeah. called some other thing right and this Tactical person called palaces <laughs> exactly yeah right. this person um uh doesn't like you because uh some other you know it's really just bit, like, and you turn right. up with the whole squad because it happens it takes place at a part of the main game where you've you've got everyone in your party yeah so you turn up with your whole squad, but uh, oh, she's uh she's brainwashed all of them except for Joker and Morgana. So you've got to go, you know, to get her to sort of have a very like constructed thing of right. You're not just having an entire party to pick from. To, you know, you having to like unlock all these people. Yeah, very kind of manufactured way of doing that. It's Which yeah, that all sounds kind of f- fine to me as a way of setting it up or whatever. But then if you're having 
it be explained to the to the point where it's getting tedious. I I'm certainly for, like I'm skipping as much as I can. I I wish that there was. Like, but like you can skip a cutscene, you know, by just like pressing start and skipping the whole thing. But this the dialogue scenes. I'm just fucking hammering the yeah. button, just like because you want to see it, but on. like yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, and, which is a shame because the gameplay is great. Like yeah. it's fantastic. It's, it's yeah. again, it's it's. I'm not I'm not minding that stuff so much. And again, it is the same as uh, Super Mario RPG, where just the bones of this mm-hmm. without this presentation and these characters and this style and charm to it you'd if this was just like a new game that didn't look like this it'd be like oh this is just this is mario rabbits right i don't feel the need to engage with this more mm-hmm. but because it is that fun style of gameplay with these characters that i know and really like and this great style and music to it it's like all right i'll sit through your 40 minute yeah, <laughs> yeah. dialogue story thing a to lot of that type of stuff this. can be sometimes mood as well like that with persona 5 itself it, it, it there's a lot of it in there and if it didn't capture you yeah you yeah. know like so if if you're in the mood for a big sink in here we go i'm watching an anime whatever mm. like and i think uh, yeah i think knowing that it's like yes not super long like 16 17 hours okay and i've played yeah 4 hours genuinely half Cutscene slash dialogue mm. slash you know like and I, I guess a lot there's also a lot of tutorial stuff yeah which it feels self-explanatory although you know I know it's like it, you've got to tell people how to you know do <laughs> attacks and shit yeah I just feel like I just wanted to get to the battles I just a lot yeah more. it would have been nice if and I know that they can't do this for every game and they it was cool that they had as much of that in Strikers as they did um, so this that was kind of probably their version of this but. Yeah, if it was half as much cutscene dialogue stuff and it had a bit more of the like walking around the city, eating your hamburger, going to the gym kind of stuff because that's, you know, such a fun part of these games and maybe it's... Then you're talking about sort of making a whole different game where you've got to like build those mechanics into the battle in some way but it really does stick out when you're not imagining like, yeah, based Persona 5 or Strikers without that stuff in it and Mm. it just being this, it's like, oh yeah, that's not as fun at all. It'd be a little bit more... Because you know you have no agency, you don't have control in these cutscenes. You're just mm. reading dialogue. It's not voice acted. You're just reading dialogue and going skip, 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 skip until the next battle. Whereas yeah, there there were you could at least walk around and explore a little bit. Yeah. Um. But I I I really like the battles. There are some mechanics in it that are brand new to this kind of game, as yeah. far as I can tell. There's like the charge thing is cool. Yeah, yeah. So the charge if you is rest good. on a turn. Each character has like a special skill that they unlock mm. if you don't do an action with them on the turn before. Right. So it's a bit like don't just shoot your gun for the sake of it even though it's going to do no damage. If right. you like if you rest then on their next turn their gun can deal damage even if the enemy is behind cover. Mm. So just yeah, things like that that kind of open you up a lot more. That's cool then the and I think again because we're in this cool uh, era of like not so much grid based um, mm. Movement in these tactical games, mm. you can surround an enemy, and then if you down them, which you genuinely do by attacking them when they're out of cover, uh, you can then do what is like an all-out attack in the Persona games. Uh, you basically triangulate with your characters, and um, and you can do a big group attack that like takes off a bunch of. Da- like but it'll it'll take down everyone that's in yes. that zone. So if yes. you kind of spread out and you can 
down one but have ended up flanking like five of them mm. that were in a cluster. Right. As in like if they're in like the Venn diagram bit of like circles surrounding each of those characters sort of thing. You just have to Does form like a triangle yeah. with your three team members. So no, like it literally just middle. draws a triangle between right, your right, right, individual right. points. So it's not, yeah, it's not the radius. That That's cool. Using the persona powers in a game like this is yep. also interesting. Like, and I guess it's it's probably comparable to like weapon types in other ones, but like using knockback, using burn effects, you know, but like using knockback to position enemies to then get them in like an well, area but having of effect SP attack. points as well, and yeah, having to think yeah. about that in a battle like this, which something like Mario Rabbids doesn't have. Like, it's you've got finite items, and right, a, some of your weapons would have like a two turn cooldown, but hitting a point in the battle where it's like oh i've i've got no more yeah i can't use my persona anymore and maybe yeah. may, maybe later on in the game you get more, a better balance between the gameplay and the and the story or something potentially it's, but like i yeah. think it's also fair enough to say that if within like four plus hours of playing it you're like oh, i'm finding this a little grating yeah or whatever yeah you know, it's it's hard though with with uh yeah with a jrpg especially where sometimes it truly is 5 hours until that like i remember yeah. the start of Persona 5 being it, it it that first dungeon that you go through it's all tutorial it's mm-hmm. long long cutscene and going in and out of the metaverse and like it took a while to stuck with me to stick with me because that felt like about 5 hours until I was yeah really playing the game it it definitely was um and it it had a similar effect i yeah i think i'm just cognizant of the fact that this game is like um, it's a way bigger percentage. Less than a fifth. So far. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That and also it's like time, yeah. you're probably only playing this because you're across this world anyway. So yep, it's yep. like just, yeah, just get us in. There's a yeah. new baddie. Okay. And I think it's picking, the pace is improving as I go, but it's, I'm still, and it, I, it's a shame that I'm already like sick enough of the story to like just want to skip it <laughs> you know like i think if it was paced a bit better from the start i would not be as annoyed <laughs> i clearly didn't let yeah suck you in yeah 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 which is like it's still uh, it, i'm actually a lot more impressed by how it looks than i thought i thought yeah. the chibi thing me would too be a genuine turn off right it is well drawn the cutscenes and stuff are animated well the sort of slightly what like steampunk like medieval yeah. or like victorian era aesthetic within this version of the metaverse is cool like it yeah it's really well designed and once you're once you're kind of watching it in action i'm finding myself go like i don't really remember how this looks <laughs> different to what the other one it's yes. not that yeah. stark really uh, i think because of the s- scale of it right it's like you if you were going to have them in normal proportions, yes. but have a big battlefield, they'd just be tiny little characters. Yeah. So it, it and makes Morgana just looks sense. the same, which yeah, is which yeah. is great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it's just uh, like I think I'm only finding it tedious because yeah, it didn't quite grab me, and I think it didn't quite grab me because it is uh, doing the exact same sort of structure and like superficial, you know, version of this story that I've seen in Persona Five. Persona 5 Royal yeah. and Persona 5 Strikers. And it's just sort of doing that thing that can really grate at the start of this kind of game where you – the main thing is even if – I mean, putting aside whether or not you're sucked in by the story, it's just like every beat is going for maybe three times as long as it – like it just feels like right. it's telling you the same stuff for three times the length that it needs to, you know? Yes. Like – Again, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, we're here, and she's the, uh, she's <laughs> right. the thing. Oh, yeah, the girl, the yeah, the the girl from the dream rooms here, and she gives us weapons. Cool. Yeah. 
and oh, then it's, it's another like, yeah, right. hang on. Why we, are you calling me on the phone to remind me? Why are we saying this again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we get it. She's here. Even when stuff goes through the tutorial bit, like Pikmin 4 was one of my favorite games this year. And I, I, the worst part of that game is that the tutorial goes for too long. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, it, and in a way that's not, yeah, enjoyable. And If it bugs you at the start, I think that's fair enough to be like, ah, I didn't want to play much more of this game because it was bugging me at the start. Even mm. if like Final Fantasy 13 was a classic one of people being like, Oh, after 18 hours, it gets really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, cool, man. Well, I'll just put half a work week into <laughs> right, it. Right, right. Yeah. I could watch a bunch of movies and that. but I, And it's weirdly, yeah. it's not like it's not good. It's just like yeah, yeah, this yeah. extra stuff that's in there. And I don't even really think the extra stuff, all that other stuff, I don't even really think it's bad. It's just like, yeah. it's yes. just very drawn out. Yes. Well, and I, yeah, I'm speaking purely from a conceptual point of view because I haven't played this, but I feel like I want to still and maybe I, one of those things yeah. where when there's less great stuff all over the place to, yeah. to jump into. But it does feel yeah. like, um, yeah, it's weirdly, yeah, very two very similar games coming out on the same mm. day that are pretty simplistic versions overall of the genre that they're doing. Yes. That are completely live or die by how much you're already invested <laughs> in the characters that they're adapting and yeah. the style that they're doing it in, which is, yeah, whether or to, whether or not it's to your taste I think is like – done to such a high polished level in both of them yes. in terms of like the quality of the music and the art direction and stuff like maybe it doesn't work for you but they're both like so polished yeah. in what they're doing i um i can imagine a world where i didn't play royal and maybe didn't like put in as many hours to strikers as, as i did where i'm like Oh, finally, I get to return right. to the world of Persona 5. My friends are back. Yeah. yeah. But I, I want to say, like, I love playing the game. Yeah, yeah. It, that's right. why yeah. I'm frustrated. I, I feel just like, yeah. want to keep playing these battles. They're I really fun. Maybe if I was dropped in and didn't... I mean, it, it, you, yeah, it doesn't give you really any setup as to who these people are, but... Mm. Maybe muddling my way through it, I'd be I'd be a bit more fine with all that stuff. Yeah, because I'd be trying be to piece novel, together the world right? a little yeah. bit more. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder if yeah, they're just there's more gameplay stacked. Yes, later. Yeah. there may well be. And I think it kind of feels like too like this surely has to be the last thing they do yeah. in the world of five. So it feels to yeah. me a bit like the creative team going like, "Hey, this is the last time we're gonna be doing stuff with these characters." So we've got all these like. You know, we want to have a bit, you know, this is our last chance to be like writing dialogue and doing all yeah. this stuff with them. So let's like really flesh it out. And I do hope because, yeah, we don't get all of the characters in this game. Like you, you're playing at the start of the of, of this game, you're mainly playing with Joker, Morgana, uh, Anne, um, the, what's that? Well, the very beginning is just Joker and Morgana and this new person that you meet. Yeah, there's a new person. And then person. you're slow. I just assume that you're slowly unlocking all of the team. Right? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I but yes, so. like I'm, yeah, coming up on five hours in, and yeah, you you don't quite have access to everyone. But um, yeah, I, I I don't know. It's it's cool. It's a it's a cool game. I I'm ready for a new Persona though. <laughs> a new I Persona. I'm world. ready for that thing that we saw the trailer of, and we. Meh. All assumed it was six, but it's called, I don't know, Memento. M metaphor. Metaphor. I think metaphor it's metaphor. And yeah. then it's got re. It's metaphor something. And something like it used to be called Re Fantasia, but I think they oh, changed yeah. the yeah. subtitle maybe. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. metaphor. That looks rad. Yeah, that looks sick. Yep. Do I have to have played the first three? Metas? Yeah. Yeah. I barely. Um, what was I going to say about this game? <laughs> um, it's good. It's fun. I wish I could play more of the. I don't remember. Always I just good hearing new music from these <laughs> folks too. Maybe maybe you'll play more by next week. 
Oh yeah, even. I definitely will, yeah. and I hope, as you say, it becomes more about because the battles are not particularly long either. Okay. I want more gameplay, um, and and I want to get to it faster, I guess. Yeah. And I hope that that is the case as I progress. Britney Spears style. Oh yeah, Give I was going to ask: Is there anything major coming out next week? Uh, I don't remember because my brain is flooded with urine and it needs to come out of my body <laughs> yeah, I don't know uh, really is. soon. <laughs> um, I, I I feel like we're getting a couple of quiet weeks here. There's that Avatar game later oh, in the yeah, year. Oh, yeah, that's, that's like in sixth yeah. or something. The Game yeah. Awards uh, that same week. I, mm. w- I reckon I will spend the next week playing more of this game and I'll, I'll, yeah. t- I'll tell everyone if it's uh, if it yeah becomes more to my taste. I'm, I'm enjoying both of them and I'm annoyed that they're out at the same yeah. time because it feels very... Yeah, they're both games that you just kind of want to like sink into the rhythm of it. Right. And where, yeah, Mario RPG is like not really making you sit. I mean, there's little bits of text, but not to the same extent. It's very mm. snappy, but yeah. yeah. And it's all cute and fun. You yeah. Know? I've been yeah. walking around seeing what every toad's got to say. Oh, yeah. And they're all oh, yeah. like, hey, I, got, I'm, I own a uh, shop. Yeah, I'm friendly. What's up? Yeah, you don't get to walk around and see what everyone has to say. Like you, there's just a menu in the hideout. Yeah. So, yeah. And I get that that's a whole extra thing yeah, of, of course, development of time, but... In something like this, you really do miss that little bit of... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even Fire Emblem, they added it in. <laughs> Fire Emblem, they had it. Mario plus Rabbids, you could walk around the overworld and talk to people and do little quests. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's it's still a very, very fun tactical strategy game. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see we'll if see. it becomes more pace. Cool. Well, Pacey. we're going to leave it there for another week on Filthy Casuals. Uh, filthycasuals.com.au for the links to all the stuff that we have going on. We've got the Patreon. Get yeah. on there. Get a bonus show every week. That's right. Um, uh, talking TV and movies mm-hmm. tomorrow. Yep. Uh, I revisited a classic from the man who directed The Killer. Okay. And I also watched the second episode of The Curse. Me too. Uh, we've also got the uh, YouTube channel. Got our videos and stuff going up. We oh yeah, through Persona mm. uh, Revelations, like Revelations colon Persona, persona? F- the first Persona game. Yeah. Yes, first we just had game. a quick look at the first little bit of it. Yeah, Tommy's internet wasn't working properly, <laughs> so you had a spotty look at parts of it. Yeah, yeah. that yeah, you. I did not because I was playing the game. I did not realize how often you were frozen. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was only ever looking at myself on the screen. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I was seeing you freeze me like, oh, oh, well, <laughs> great living in a... It was weird because you guys would freeze a lot, but then the like stream of the game would keep going. I so, guess, yeah. And just realising I was like super lagging behind. So I'm like, well, I can't really get in the mix too much here. <sighs> but it's a fascinating game, I thought. Yeah. Like yeah. For, for when it came out and what it's... Uh, uh, Attempting and achieving, um, go watch. Yeah, go watch us play the first forty odd minutes of that. Yeah, just a little dip your toe in. Yeah, yeah it's fun to have a little dip of a toe into things that we might want to look at. Yeah, anyway, have a look at the the YouTube channel, patreoncom slash pod. Yeah, you can get the the bonus podcasts there. Oh yeah, I I put a call out for reviews on the two games we talked about today. Oh yeah, not a lot of interest. I didn't it's get too big of a year. People of are too yeah. people are too tapped out on yeah. everything else to bother with Super Mario RPG. Thank you for. I think fine. I think we had two comments. Yes. So I'll go and reply to them. That were both this. about uh, Persona. Persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, we're going to leave it there, guys. Thank you very much for joining us. We'll see you next time. And as we say here at the end of every edition of Filthy Casuals. Thanks for listening, Gordon, in the podcast chamber. People, Half-Life. It's from Half-Life. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.